Okay. Hey guys, good morning to you. Um, yeah, it's been a pretty fast week for me from work. Um, so yeah, so today what I'll do is I'll change up the format of my podcast and, and keep it a little bit more focused uh, because it is called Reggie Draws. Uh, well, I'm called Reggie Draws and this is wow, that's awesome. And, you know, today I want to focus on a little bit more on the drawing aspect and why I chose the name Reggie Draws. It, I know it's very generic, but it, I, you know, it's it's me. It depends on how you see yourself. And I feel like I am more of an artist. And now that I'm a little bit older, I, I really believe that. So, you know, that's the subject of today's podcast. So before we start... Here's a quick intro. Hope you guys like it. of Tsushima because I uh, I finally completed the game I finished it from start and to beginning and I finished a lot of the side quest I, I probably only have a little bit left and you know I wanted to talk a little bit of the spoilers so if you haven't beaten yet uh, please skip this part and uh, yeah just go go on further to the podcast if you want to hear that but, you know, I'll just take a little bit of uh, a few minutes here just to talk about the um, the spoiler. So one of the things that I love about the game, I don't know if I talked about this a lot in the last podcast, but I love this art that they use. I, I think when you go to 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 play like a, a side quest uh, i know when 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 you were getting the legendary like armor or um a new bow or something like that this cool sequence um shows up it's like it's all in ink um like black ink and it's so cool i was uh, uh, i was kind of amazed like the tra- uh, the transitions and the story behind it it's all really cool and it and it works. It's, I feel like, you know, that's, if they were telling me a story, that's how I would assume it would be like back in those days. And yeah, it's just an amazing, cool art direction. And whoever decided to go with ink, like water ink, oh, it just, it's beautiful. I, I love it. And um, I also want to talk a little bit of the spoilers. So, you know, there's... How do I say this? There's a lot of ups and downs in the game. And the there's a lot of deaths, for sure. And the one death that really hurt the most in the game that I kind of felt it, and I had to put down the controller for a sec, 
was the death of your horse. That whole sequence when you get arrested and, you know, you're locked up and you're going to escape and you're trying to make your way back to your horse. And when you do, you're like, cool, I got it. I'm I'm out. I'm just going to ride my horse and run away. But there's a cutscene where as you're riding to leave, um, I called my horse Kage, my my horse, my my first horse, Kage. And as he's running away, he gets shot by an arrow. I think multiple times. I think twice in the leg. And you see him run away. It's all good. And I'm like, oh no, I guess he'll be fine. He's still running. But there's a sequence where he's you see him him running, and you know the background's changing. And then he starts, you know, running slower and then slower uh, to the point where he's almost stumbling and he just collapses and he can't run anymore. And that's when I was like, oh, no, I think my horse is going to die. And, and I knew it. it, it, it he, uh, there's a point where the horse looks at you. And, you know, it, it just dies. And Jin, he buries his horse and takes a moment and, like, says his goodbyes. And that was, ooh, that was that was pretty hardcore for me. Um, for some reason, um, death of a person is not as effective, especially in a video game. It's not as effective for me compared to a death of an animal. It's just, I feel like animals are just, there's just a different thing. Like you want to protect them. And when you can't, it's, it feels hard. It feels like, what could you have done to save him? But, you know, it's part of the story. And it was just, it was a really cool part. It was a, it was a moment that I remember and I, I, I praise uh, Sucker Punch for adding that in because that was probably hard um, deciding whether or not to kill your horse. Um, but yeah, you I mean you do get a second horse, but you know the first one is uh, is still pretty hard. Like I kind of miss him because for the longest part of the game, um, he would call my, the horse Kage. Now I have a second horse and I named him Kaze. So, you know, just to bring it a little bit different, but it's still with a K and it's very close. But yeah, yeah, that was hard. Um, the last boss, the Mongol, and I played it on hard and sometimes switching back to normal. But when it was oh, when it was hard, it was really hard. But yeah, the um, Kotal Khan, I think that's his name. He's pretty badass. He's like, at, but at the point where I'm, I'm fighting him, I kind of knew how, uh, the mechanics and when to dodge, when to parry and all that. But um, yeah, he still he was still a difficult fighter. I think the most difficult fight was these um, six or seven Ronin and the last one uh, where he's hiding in like, uh, Jin Sakai's um, 
what do you call it, prefecture, I guess. He's hiding in the cave there. Oh my goodness, that guy. I thought, I think I fought him like, like 20, 20, 30 times. I probably spent a, for a good 45 minutes fighting him over and over uh, at hard. And, you know, at some points I wanted to dip down to easy just to get it over it. But, you know, I wanted to beat him. And you have to be quick. You have to dodge because those samurais are brutal. Even now, now that I've beaten the game, um, the most difficult opponent that I face when I'm just wandering around are, are probably the ronins, like four ronins at a time because they have like this sweep or like this upward slash that's very hard to de to detect or I mean it's not hard to detect but it's hard to dodge if you're not quick enough because they're really quick but yeah um, that that part is cool and the end sequence I want to know what you guys pick because you have two choices either kill your uncle or let him live I decided to kill him um, I don't know if that's the right choice, but, you know, I think that was a pretty good closure um, just to show his uncle one last time, like, that he does have honor. Um, and it was it was a hard decision because you, do you have honor and kill your uncle or do you not have honor and let your only family member live? So you know, what the heck, what, what choice is that? So, you know, whatever, it's just a game and I, I killed him. I could replay it again and save him, but you know, for my first, um, walkthrough, I killed him. <laughs> okay. And yeah, that's just, that's just the game. It's still a, an amazing game. Um, a really, it came out of the blue, uh, when it was first announced. Um, the first impressions wasn't that great because um, I think it was E3 2016 or something like that. And it's this guy with like a flute playing. And it was cool at first, but I think it just went on for a little too long and it got, it got a little funny and weird. But then when they showed off the sequence of him riding a horse and him fighting uh, Masako, then everybody got intrigued that was like a really cool option there and yeah and the game delivered the game looks 99% of what it showed on E3 I think it looks a little bit more polished obviously some some stuff have been cut out it's not as like not that many fires uh, I think in the E3 they showed a lot of fires I mean there's still a lot of fires but the E3 was just like packed or there was, or it looked like there was more fire, but yeah, it's, ooh, it's a beautiful game and uh, definitely a fan. And I, I don't know what I gave it last week, but uh, it's a nine out of ten. If ever, um, it's amazing. You should get it. Okay, and then moving on, this week, I kind of rekindled my passion for drawing. So, you know, I, I'm starting this YouTube channel and I want to focus on drawing and, you know, watching some other draw, um, drawing related YouTubers. 
or art related YouTubers, I could see that they put so much effort and then there's so much passion back in their art. Like when they're talking about the differences in like line quality or, you know, how to draw a back or a hand. Uh, I'm learning quite a lot and it's reigniting this passion of mine. Um, I felt like my art has been stagnant for a while and and truly learning from uh, better teachers or better artists could actually improve you. Um, learning from professionals and working professionals especially are probably the best um, things to do if you really want to learn how to be art, uh, how to be a good artist because, you know, they do it on a daily and yeah, just watching them and learning from them really sparked me. And then it got me to want to delve deeper in this art form. Um, I want to be better in line work. Um, I'm usually very comfortable doing just line work. Um, but, you know, I want to get into painting. I want to get into inking. I want to get into a lot of things, drawing landscape drawing background, character design, seeing all these people do what they do and make a living out of it. I'm like, that is what I want to do. I want to have art as a way to make money and like be happy. That is my passion. It's always has been. Um, I remember when I was eight or nine, pretty early in my age, um, I would just draw. I think drawing was a way to escape. I would create worlds. I would imagine worlds and try to replicate it on a piece of paper. Um, worlds that I could only imagine, you know. Uh, I was a very imaginative kid. I still have a pretty big imagination. I don't think that ever has gone away. I could think of a story fairly quickly and you know, develop a world and have a feel of what I want the story to be. I think that is where I would lean more towards is, you know, writing my own stories and illustrating them or creating a comic. But yeah, it's just, it's just an amazing thing just to get back that passion. And, uh, you know, I want to know where I would see myself in the future like I would really want to be an author one day I, I mean I could always be an author I don't think that it's not out of the ordinary to to come up with a book uh, a book that I wrote myself and illustrated myself and just you know have an awesome story. I have so many stories that I want to express. It's just starting and writing the format that I would need to learn. But, you know, I can learn that fairly quickly. Um, it's the stories that that just, like, are in my head. And I talk about it with my girlfriend a lot. And a lot of the times, she tells me to just write it. And then, you know, it will come through. But I'm a... Uh, I don't know if I have ADHD or I'm just, I can't concentrate on one thing for too long. Maybe I could if I put really effort to it. I think these are just my excuses 
because you know I have video games uh, distracting me. I have ideas that I want to draw. I have you know YouTube TV. Oh, it's just I need to shut my brain down and write if I really want to be a writer. Go away from all distractions and just focus on writing and getting my story across. That's what I would need to do to get focus and actually do what I want to do, make a story. So uh, I'm just hearing it out. I think it actually resonates more within me that um, I'm actually telling this in a mic and recording it for other people to hear because you know I have to take my own advice and actually do it in order for me to actually do what I want to do but yeah it's just I love it bringing back that passion that I lost I remember in junior high school and high school um, I would be very into my my like sketchbooks I would draw um, as far as I could remember um, it's just drawing was just part of me I, I would draw little doodles here and there on my agendas on pages that I would ne- I'd never use it's just drawing was always a piece of my life um, it kind of backfired like um, other subjects I kind of wasn't that intru- uh, into um, like science i wasn't really into science in high school um chemistry again i don't know we had two different ones one was like uh i think biology and the other one was science or chemistry um i wasn't really into those classes i mean now i am i i kind of like that i like that um learning new about chemistry and biology um, especially human anatomy uh, for drawing is a really great resource to know the shape of the body, the movements. Drawing that is amazing. Um, you need to get like that fluidity. Um, but in high school, I wasn't really a good student. Math, forget about it. I was good in math, but you know, I didn't excel in it. I needed to learn. The way I learned is... Somebody has to tell me why it's that thing. If a formula tells me do this and this to equal this, I want to know why. Why does that and that equal that? If a teacher can't explain it, then I can't remember it. Even if, you know, to get the answer, I need to know. You need to use the formula. You could just tell. If they tell me, well, that's just how it is, then I can't learn that way. That's not how my brain works maybe for you but not for me i'd like to pick it apart disassemble it and reassemble it to learn how it works that's just how i do it especially in drawing i want to know if i wanted to learn how a back works i have to learn every piece of muscle why is it there where does the bump go um and, and why is that bump there? Because it's part of this muscle that attaches to the back here. So if I were to draw it, it would be like, you know, I think I think the back is like an X. Um, if you look at the muscle structure, but then you'll see why 
some muscles ripple and some muscles don't you know just learning things like that like breaking it down is how i learn and uh yeah just developing as an artist is quite amazing um i've been doing digital art for a while and i haven't touched really the old school medium of pencil and paper or pen and ink and paper um the moment i got my ipad in the beginning uh, i wasn't really using it for art um i mean i tried because uh you know you have to get used to drawing on digital when you're when you're used to just drawing on pen and paper or pen and uh, paper and ink um, that's what i was doing for the longest time and then when i was posting on social media i would just you know draw it on ink um, take a nice photo and then post it on social media but the moment i got an ipad i slowly started to understand digital drawing and the potential that you could do and i i love it i, I love digital art um, it's way easier um, mistakes can be corrected fairly quickly almost instantaneously with an undo and yeah it's just i i like that medium and i think moving forward um digital art will be the main way i do my art um i do want to learn some acrylic painting um some oil painting um maybe some watercolor watercolor was probably the my least favorite of the mediums um, because I remember doing it in art school and all art class in uh, college and I wasn't really that good acrylic for uh, however I like because I think acrylic is just a little bit easier to use but watercolor you really have to you know like build it up slowly or else it's going to be too wet and uh, I would just you know I'm very impatient I think that's my problem and I think watercolor and painting in general you have to be a little bit patient you gotta let things dry and then add stuff to it watch it from afar and, and see while I'm more of a sketch sketch quickly uh, I don't like it change sketch again oh uh, that's a little bit better but I don't like this part then you know rip the whole paper change start again so that's my way of drawing my art but when i see these painters especially um who's one of my favorite artists um carl kapinski his art especially um the magic the gathering stuff and the warhammer stuff because um not warhammer but magic the gathering is, is something that i've i grew up watching or playing on um as a teenager i, I would play with my friends and mccall kapinski's paintings is so good and i want to be as good as that man or at least half of the, as good as him he is amazing his the way he uses his colors the way he blends both um, physical medium and digital medium together and seamlessly uh, that you can't even tell wh which one's digital and which one's not um, his art is just amazing and 
looking at his videos and the way he talks about art and how he is just as a person he is just such a wonderful guy and uh, I, I want to be as good as him um, also another um, favorite artist of mine is um, Kim Jong-gi and him he's is the master of probably sketching you know just sketching in general he could paint or he could draw a a long poster size uh, canvas in a few hours when someone would probably take weeks to just fill it up you know the way he sees things in three dimension by just using one angle um how his mind works is amazing and if you've never heard of either Karl Kapinski or Kim Jong-gi um, you should look them up in on YouTube um, they really have good videos um, from a YouTube channel called Proko um, which is what I watch on a daily just to you know learn from these artists because once you learn how a professional does it you take their tips uh, you, you you put what they tell you in practice and you will actually improve. It's probably better than learning from school, in my opinion. And yeah, that goes to my next point that learning from school, it, it doesn't have to be, it's not necessary if you want to be a good artist. Um, if you like the what do you call it? If you like the communication between the teacher, like getting back feedback, um, then yeah. Then if you're that type of person, you need feedback. You need to talk to other students. You need that social community kind of thing. Then cool. Go to art art school or art class or whatever you can afford. Um, don't go in debt for it. That's not right. That's not smart. Be smart with your money because uh, that will follow you especially student loans um, until you pay them off that that doesn't go away you can't you can't declare bankruptcy on student loans so before you even decide look at the price see if it's worth your time because um, I remember in, I live in Canada so it's not as bad as the states I know in the states schools could be very very expensive and it's not right to go into debt just to follow your school. And then you have all this pressure to finish. Because if you don't finish, now you've wasted all this time and you've wasted all this money. So decide beforehand. Do you really, really need to go to this school? Can another school teach you some the same techniques? Or better yet, instead of paying... 50,000, 60,000, 70,000, 100,000 dollars for school. What if you paid only a thousand dollars probably for a class um, online, an online class that could teach you legit drawing techniques for much, much cheaper? I mean, a thousand is still expensive, but compared to uh, a $50,000 school, yeah. No-brainer, right? You, you you would probably learn. But there's a caveat. The only thing is 
you're not in front of other students. I think you could still get feedback from teachers because you will send it to them digitally. And then they will assess your drawings and tell you what's good, what's bad, but they won't be there in the moment when you're, you know, doing your art and are you holding your pen correctly? Are you um, putting too much pressure on the paintbrush or whatever? You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, but it will save you a lot of money. And art is subjective. So if you're focused on figure drawing and making art look like a masterpiece and look like uh, like it could be in a museum, then yes, you need to know those techniques, those little flicks or whatever you need to do to make your art, you know, more, how do I, I don't even know how to say it, um, beautiful and like, like a museum art piece. I don't know. That's <laughs> when I think of museum art piece, I think of like really amazing drawings, but or paintings but it's not for me for me that type of art it's nice but i could never get myself to do one of those um i'm not a painter so for me i i lean more towards kim jong-gi style where it's a lot of sketches in one and it's the whole piece that's the art piece um but if you you know if you like portraits and which I really I'm really bad at portraits, which is probably one that I would probably want to learn um, to learn more about making portraits. And but yeah, like learning through the internet, through YouTube. YouTube is a great source. It's it's a it's a university. It's a school for everyone, and it's free. You could be anywhere in the world and still learn something going to youtube for free it, it's amazing like put that in perspective when people go on youtube they, they they may think oh yeah but there's a lot of cat videos sure there's a lot of cat videos but if you actually search for something you want to learn you could go into a big rabbit hole and find new things and new recommendations in that category. But if you're just looking at cat videos, then Google's only going to suggest you cat videos. You know, you got to be focused on your search on Google. Google is, I mean, uh, YouTube is uh, a very, um, what do you call it? It's, it's one of the biggest search engines in the world, you know, at, alongside Google. Because anything you search on YouTube you know, it has a history and then they will recommend stuff to you. Um, and the moment, the more you look into it, the deeper you go, the more videos will come up um, that's related to that. So now all my recommended feed is all about art and drawing, which is great because now I can learn more things. Um, things that I would have never found without, you know, starting to look at art. So it's it's a beautiful place. YouTube is amazing. Um, you can learn a lot of things from there. And I think, yeah, and I really believe that school is not that big of a deal if you could learn on your own. If you know how to take criticism well of yourself, 
like be honest with yourself and show off your art if if you can have students um you know uh, decide or um give you feedback join a facebook group join a discord join whatever that is a community of same same minded or you know who who think about the same way as you and our art focus and you know don't be afraid to show your art i know it's it's hard in the beginning i was i was afraid to show my art but now you know i don't care if i draw something whether it's nice or not you know whether if it's a sketch or a finished piece i post it on instagram and if i get a one like cool if i get no likes cool i don't care um i'm doing it for me i'm doing it to see my progress so i can look back at it two three years from now and be like wow that's that's where i was then and look where i am now like i could see the difference in my art the difference in quality the difference in likes i guess you could you could judge it by that um and you just get better the thing about being an artist is you always get better because there's it's it's never you never stop learning learning is different from going to school going to school doesn't mean learning like i told you i went to school but i didn't learn anything learning is is innate like you you decided that you want to learn this you you took the time you took the effort to pick up whatever uh, uh, whether it's a book uh, a watch a video or whatever to learn something it's a choice and i think learning for art is never ending because there's always going to be someone better there's going to be a better artist there's going to be a better painter there's going to be a better anything and you could learn from those people and in turn you become better and then people look to you for tips for you know for feedback because they see you as being a really great artist while you see another person as being great, a great artist and it's a full circle everyone gets they 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 all reach to someone who thinks that they're they are better than themselves so you know it it's great it's it's always it's like it's like climbing a never ending mountain and you, when you think you're at the top you look up and there's still a lot more to go but then you look down and a lot of people are looking up to you because they think that you're at the top you know you get that in the analogy that's what i think art is you're climbing this mountain but you're never going to reach the top because there's always a hope that there's someone up there and when you look you may see like a little shadow because you think that's someone up there so you keep moving forward and as you move forward everyone else moves forward because they're following you and then the moment you reach wherever you want to be you still keep going because <laughs> that is what art is you, it doesn't stop art will evolve art is probably older than anything that i've ever imagined probably just behind sound and music i think 
for generations, humanity survived because of sound, music, like the culture. Sound meaning our voice, our language, or whatever that's not music. It's just sound. Music, so creating rhythms through hitting rocks or trees or whatever and art like putting things describing things let's say if i was a caveman and i have a family to protect and we all live in a cave for me to tell them to not go at one direction because of a monster i like maybe i can't describe it in words maybe it's the first time of them of me seeing that when i'm out hunting and i'm going back to warn them to not go that way so what do i do i would draw a giant creature on the wall and tell them that's what it looks like and if you go there that you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna see this monster and you may die so that's why these cave paintings are probably ways to let the family know because i think there there were groups of like 20 or 30 so when whenever the men would hunt they would come back um tell their travels by drawing on walls and you know it's like it's like a movie you're seeing you're visualizing it and you're hearing it and you're putting things you're putting music sound and um and visuals together and that creates imagination in your brain. And that imagination creates creativity. And when you have creativity, then you start creating things. Like you have spears, you have shields, you have technology. It just gets bigger and bigger. So in order for humans to evolve, I believe art is a major process. And I hate that. Art is not part of, I think it's part now, but I remember growing up, people would look at art like, ah, oh, you're just wasting your time. But no, it's this, today is the best time to be an artist. So many people want good artists to work for them. Um, so you have like the streaming services. They want to come up with new shows and maybe, you know, something to get people's attention so that they could subscribe um youtube channels a bunch of youtubers are probably looking for artists to help them design their youtube channel and and have some avatars created or something like that your art there's always someone who would like who likes your art don't ever think your art is ugly because if you show your art and be real honest about yourself. If you know your skills and you know you're pretty good, show your art because you're going to have people liking it. You're going to have fans and you're going to have people asking you to do things. Um, freelance work opened my eyes. I remember joining Fiverr and, you know, I was like, oh, man, my art's not that good, but, you know, I'll give it a shot. So I made a Fiverr account and I posted some of my demos and within a day or two, I got a, uh, I got a request for a job. I completed it, and then more requests, more requests, to the point where I was kind of getting swamped. And it came at a great time because I just quit my barista job beforehand, so I had no job. I had some money saved up, but I had no job. 
and the freelance work was providing me pretty good income for a while and then you know it was cool i was working i was like so excited i would give them the art uh they would pay me back and they would leave me a review saying uh like that's wonderful i love his art blah blah blah, blah. and i was i was just high i was high on that people were actually paying me for my art and i could officially call myself an artist because i got paid well i mean you could always call yourself an artist but in my head um i always told myself that you know you can only call yourself an artist if you get paid and now i made money and uh it's pretty good it was nice and it opened my eyes to the possibility of creating more money and now i'm creating a youtube channel and i want to dedicate this youtube channel to my passion to art and that is where i'm going towards and that is my direction and now that i know my direction i feel this new fire this new flame um that i'm so passionate about and yeah, I'm just going to go run with it and see where it takes me. Um, hopefully, five to ten years from now, I'll be a YouTuber that you'll probably know. You'll probably hear my name and you'll probably follow this podcast. And if you do, if you're one of the first, if you're listening to this right now and you're following me from day one, I still consider this day one, even though this is podcast three, you are an OG. Let me know who you are on my youtube channel say hey dude man i've been following your podcast i'm an og and i'll be like damn right i'll save your name and put you in my og page and when i have a f- and then eventually you'll start seeing the real ogs that's you guys um and i think that's it for now so hopefully you guys like this more focused uh podcast thing i think i'm gonna do it this way from now on and focus more on the art and and why i find it awesome you know this is my podcast it's called wow that's awesome and oh and uh that is uh where i want to take it i want to show you the why awesome why uh i got just distracted there sorry about that why art is so awesome it's just it burns this passion within me and i hope if you're an artist listen to this podcast i hope that this brings you some clarity and you know i I feel you i'm I'm with you i am not where i want to be yet i want to be better and learning is just a part of that so i wish you guys a great day uh it's a beautiful sunday morning and you know this is it this is where we're going guys we got this i love y'all this is reggie out and don't forget to follow me on my instagram at real reggie draws or on my and on my youtube channel uh, reggie draws Uh, see you guys next time peace out